This is Winning Cures Everything. Here's your host, Gary Seegers. Howdy, howdy. It is Wednesday, May 29th. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm your host, Gary Seegers. You can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. You can follow the show at Winning Cures. You can also get us on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Periscope, any of your favorite podcast apps, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Leave some nice reviews. Share the show out if you enjoy it. We appreciate you hopping in here with us today. Uh, give you a rundown of today's topics. Uh, the Rockets, are they trading everybody? We'll, uh, we'll talk about a report that came out of Woj Bomb earlier. Uh, SEC on CBS's initial college football schedule has been announced. We'll talk about what games they're actually uh They've already announced and what they will be announcing soon. Uh, and then finally, Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz, too. We'll talk about what that means for heavyweight boxing. And then I got you some daily picks, uh, some games that are already going on. Maybe you can get some live lines, and we'll go from there. Um, let's uh, let's tell you who the show is presented by. That's betnow.eu. You can go check them out, betnow.eu. Use promo code winning fifty. They will give you a 50% deposit bonus. You can go check that out for yourself. It's a great online sports book, fantastic layout, awesome odds. Everything about it's good. Go check it out for yourself. You will appreciate it. Uh, let's jump into topic number one. The Houston Rockets look like they might be trading just about everybody on the team. Daryl Morey is tired of losing to the Warriors. He's tired of losing, period. Uh, I am of the opinion that they don't need to do anything with this roster. The roster is fine. I think the Warriors will be... I mean, you sit back and you just kind of wait and see what happens with the Warriors, right? Um, Adrian Wojnarowski announced today, or not announced, but put out a tweet this morning around 10.30, said, Sources and calls to front offices, Houston GM Daryl Morey is showing an aggressive desire to improve roster with all players and picks available in talks. Hard to imagine James Harden scenario, but the rest under contract, perhaps even Chris Paul, could be moved in the right deal. The issue that they had from last season to this season is they got rid of their their best defensive players, right? Uh, Ariza and that bunch were what made everything possible for them on the defensive end. On the offense, it was always Harden and the rest of them. I mean, they play ISO ball. That's what they do. Chris Paul being included in this, there was a story that came out that said that Chris Paul uh, started to fight somewhat with uh, Mike D'Antoni about the type of offense they were running against the Warriors. And he wanted them to move the ball more, basically. But they don't do that. D'Antoni has, has taught ISO ball forever. So... Yeah, this year was not going to go as well because they got rid of their glue guys. They got rid of their their role players. Clint Capella, still a really good role player, but he wasn't enough. And even with the uh, the Warriors losing Kevin Durant, they still could not get better. Now, obviously, we think the Warriors might be better without Durant, but they were not able to change anything on that. So, uh, on this, let's see. Da, 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 da. Here we go. Uh, the alleged dispute for Chris Paul and Mike D'Antoni was uh, reportedly over differing offensive styles as Paul reportedly pushed head coach uh, Mike D'Antoni for more ball movement while Harden does best in isolation. Uh, the Rockets, 
They already cleaned house. They got rid of the basically the entire coaching staff right after the postseason. Moray's tired of this. Uh, here is what, let's see. All right, I can promise you we're going to win some championships with James Harden, okay? Because we're not going to sit here. We're not going to go to battle every year. We're going to have a strong offseason. We're going to do whatever we can to, do, uh, to be a better team, okay? We're not going to sit on our hands. Uh, I can promise you that. That was uh, owner Tillman Fertitta. So, yeah, this is, the Rockets don't have a lot of cap space. They're going to have to make deals. They're going to have to make trades. But the team is pretty good. You bring in some rostered guys that are that are role players that understand their role on a team, and you can be right back up there with the Warriors. And if Durant leaves, if Klay Thompson leaves, it whatever. Say Steph Curry has an injury. He has been injury prone in the past. Things can happen rapidly, but I don't know that there's anything that they can do to compete with what the Warriors are doing right this second. I don't think there's a team in the NBA that can do that. So if the Warriors were healthy, now I think the Raptors have a really good shot to win the NBA Finals, and we'll get into that tomorrow before Game 1. But the Warriors, with Durant, with everybody that they have, the Warriors are, I'm not going to say unbeatable, but it is very unlikely that anybody in the West will be able to compete with them given the way that they are currently structured. But if I'm the Rockets, I mean, I've got the second-best team in the West. Yeah, they had the four seed this year. Who cares, right? Everybody understands it's playoff basketball. That's what happens. So, if I'm the if I'm the Rockets, I sit back. I like the team that I've got. I maybe bring in some more glue guys. Maybe shed a little bit of the uh, Clint Capella sixteen point five million this upcoming season. Eric Gordon fourteen point one. It's at, but Chris Paul and, and James Harden thirty eight point five million thirty seven point eight. Find a way to cut down that salary a little bit, but bring in better glue guys, better role players, better defenders. That's the way you're going to get to it. you got to play defense in this league, period. That's the way it goes. All right, off of that topic, let's move into topic number two. The SEC on CBS announced their initial college football schedule, uh, TV schedule for the upcoming 2019 season. And it's a little different. The last couple of years, they have immediately started in. They have had SEC games on the first and the second week. This year, they're going back old school. They are not broadcasting a game until September 14th. And their first game will be Alabama at South Carolina. Uh, it's in Columbia, obviously. Going to be, I mean, it, look, South Carolina, there are some Saturdays in September that are hotter than Hades. I'm telling you, it is ridiculous out there. It can get up to 100 degrees on that field. So we'll see what it's like that day. It, it leads to some crazy football games in Columbia. So uh, I am curious about the Alabama-South Carolina game. September 21st, you have your SEC on CBS doubleheader, and that is your 2.30 p.m. Central Time kick and your night game. CBS gets one night game a year. This year it's the 7 p.m. game in week three, and that will likely be Georgia and Notre Dame. That's a pretty good matchup. I think it's going to do well for ratings. Both teams have a fairly easy slate early. This should be good for uh, for CBS. Uh, this is shifting away from them doing the Alabama-LSU game every year in no the first weekend in November at night. So 
yeah, it changes things up. It shows that Georgia has somewhat become uh, marquee television, and that's definitely a move in the right direction for Kirby Smart's bunch. But uh, but after that, the next uh, doubleheader is November 16th, and on that day, I mean, November 16th, we've got, let's see, Georgia-Auburn, LSU-Ole Miss, Alabama-Mississippi State, Florida-Missouri, South Carolina-Texas A&M, Kentucky-Vanderbilt. Not a lot of options. You're probably going to have Georgia and Auburn as your 2.30 game. But your 11 a.m., I guess Alabama-Mississippi State, maybe. Uh, if LSU and Ole Miss are both good, maybe you've got that rivalry game. Uh, depending on what Missouri and Florida do, that could be interesting. South Carolina at Texas A&M, that could be interesting. There's a lot of different things that could, uh, that could go on there. So along with that, obviously, CBS has already announced Georgia-Florida. Uh, that is November 2nd. That's a 2.30 game. Uh, that is the... Uh, this year, that'll be the the week before the Alabama LSU game. So, the, the schedule's a little a little crazy this year with everybody having double buys and whatnot, uh, which I think is why CBS felt like, okay, well we can we cannot have to worry about the first two weeks. The first week of the season, obviously, a lot of neutral sites, things like that. But um, I mean, you got Georgia at Vanderbilt, you got Ole Miss at Memphis, Alabama Duke neutral site. South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, Georgia State, Tennessee, but then you've already got Auburn, Oregon on ABC, and Missouri, Wyoming on CBS Sports Network. So the SEC didn't have the TV rights to a lot of these for week one. Week two, uh, there is nothing. There is nothing in week two. A&M and Clemson is on ABC already. LSU and Texas is on ABC already. So, But the SEC didn't own the rights to those, so CBS couldn't broadcast it. That's the deal. So other than that, you got New Mexico State, Alabama, Tulane, Auburn, UT Martin, Florida, Murray State, Georgia, Eastern Michigan, Kentucky. I mean, it's just whatever, right? Arkansas, Ole Miss is the the only interconference game. Uh, you got Vandy going to Purdue. You got BYU going to Tennessee. Other than that, uh, West Virginia, Missouri, maybe, eh? You know, without Dana Holgerson though, without uh, without West Virginia having a ton of players coming back, like eh, who who knows what to do of it? So. Uh, I would imagine we will have another good run on CBS this year. I think the SEC broadcast, it is it is always the highest rated uh, television package in college football. So we'll, we'll see what it does again this year. Uh, there's obviously a lot of fun games, A&M at Georgia, uh, a ton of different stuff. So I am pumped to see that. Uh, we'll jump off of that topic. Let's jump into the... Uh, topic number three, Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz. They are fighting a rematch either September 7th or September 28th. Now, let me read you the Deontay Wilder tweet from last night. To all my fans, I want to announce that Luis Ortiz and I have signed for a rematch with the date and site to be announced shortly. It, it's either September 7th or the 28th, and it's either going to be in Vegas or in Los Angeles. So we'll see which one, but... Uh, he said, I've signed for a rematch with a date site to be announced shortly. All my controversial fights must be dealt with ASAP. They couldn't get the stuff done with Joshua quick enough. Wilder wanted to fight a second time. And th- part of this is on Joshua again. Wilder wanted to get this deal done. They couldn't get it done. And I can understand. Joshua maybe wanted to wait until after his fight this weekend. But you go on and line up the next one. You figure out what's going on next. 
Everybody wants to see Wilder and Joshua. This is probably going to be the big fight that happens in May of next year, I would imagine, because you don't want to wait too long. Now, what's scary for Wilder is this fight against Ortiz back in March of 2008, I believe it was, uh, 2018, sorry. Uh, this was the most difficult fight to that point for Deontay Wilder. Now, he did. He came back, and he rocked him in the fifth after a difficult first four rounds. Uh, and then Ortiz kind of took control of the fight back again, and then Wilder came back and knocked him out in the tenth. If you go back and watch that fight, it never felt like Wilder was in control of it. But he's got those heavy hands. He can take out somebody at any point. Ortiz, that's the only loss on his resume. He's won three since then. Before that fight, he was 28-0, I believe. Uh, this is a difficult fight. So you can't say that Wilder is dodging anybody. You can't say that he's scared of anybody because Luis Ortiz is a, a bad dude. But Ortiz is, is 40 years old now. So I don't know what kind of impact uh, age will have on this. But Father Time is undefeated, so we'll see. But he's absolutely taken care of the uh, the people that he's fought ever since. So we'll see what happens with that. It's probably going to be a Showtime pay-per-view fight. Uh, Wilder trying to make that money while he can, while he is a big-time name. We'll see what happens from there on. Uh, let's go into some daily picks. Now, obviously, daily gambling picks. Uh, have not go- They did not go great last week, right? Ended up losing uh, two and a half units last week. We were down a little bit last night. There are some of these games that I'm going to give you that are already ongoing, uh, but I'm going to just read them all off to you. You can always go check them out over at winningcureseverything.com. Go up to the gambling pick section on the site. Check it out for yourself. Uh, I've got the A's money line against the Angels. I've got Cubs, Astros, first five, under five runs. I've got Rangers, Mariners, under nine and a half. Yes, last night they did uh, 15 runs, but I, I don't buy it this time. Rangers Mariners under 9.5. Cubs money line against the Astros. Rays minus 1.5 against the Blue Jays. A's first five money line. I've got the Rays first five minus half a run against the Blue Jays. I've got Diamondbacks money line against the Rockies. Rod, uh, Dodgers money line against the Mets. And Phillies money line against the Cardinals. Go to Winning Cures Everything. Go up to Gambling Picks. Check them out for yourself. Ride with those boys. I have a really, really good feeling about today. We're going to win some money today. That's all I'm saying. All right, that does it for today's show. We appreciate you guys. Remember, share it out. Go over to betnow.eu. Use the promo code WINNING50. Share the show out. Leave some nice reviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Subscribe on YouTube. Leave some comments. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.